This is Exposing Washington with Walker Wildman, bringing clarity to Washington, D.C. news. We see corruption at every level in Washington. Exposing the deception plaguing our nation's capital. Not only what he told every Republican senator, but what he told the press over and over and over again was a simple lie. And helping Christians stay informed about government. This puts a bigger burden on voters to go figure out what's actually going on. This is Exposing Washington with Walker Wildman on American Family Radio. Lady Justice seems to have her blindfold off. Welcome to Exposing Washington on the American Family Radio Network. I am your host, Walker Wildman, here at our headquarters in Tupelo, Mississippi. American Family Radio you're listening to. Visit our website, AFR.net. AFR.net, specifically at our website, you can visit my podcast page, Exposing Washington podcast page. Catch all, not only catch this show, but catch previous shows uh, recorded there on the podcast page and all the news stories that I talk about today, the links to those articles and those sources will be posted on the podcast page at AFR.net. But not only are, are our podcast on our website, and, and of course you get the podcast on your smartphone, but we're also on YouTube. We're, we're on YouTube. The, the show is streamed on YouTube. So you can go to YouTube, just type in Exposing Washington you may have to talk in, uh, type in Walker Wildman or a few other keywords. But go to YouTube, find the Exposing Washington channel, and you can watch the show each Saturday at 2.30 p.m. Central. A lot of things to talk about today. And the, the, the topic, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, is Lady Justice seems to have her blindfold off. And so Lady Justice, if you know a little bit about her, She's the traditional statue of of a lady who has a blindfold on and she's holding the scales of justice. She's holding the weights of justice. And the whole purpose behind the the statue and the purpose and the meaning of Lady Justice is that in America... Our justice system is set up and intended to work so that those enforcing the laws have a blindfold over their eyes when it comes to enforcing the law. Everyone lives under the law equally. At least that's how our country is supposed to work. And so lady justice is very symbolic in how our justice system is supposed to work. But I would argue that some very powerful people have taken the blindfold off. They've taken the blindfold off when it comes to enforcing our laws. And I'll get into story after story after story today about how those in very powerful positions, specifically in Washington, D.C., in our nation's capital, how those people have taken Lady Justice's blindfold off. And so, essentially, what, what it's coming down to, and after looking after, uh, over all these stories of corruption, the, the key here is anyone who dares to buck 
the political status quo system in Washington, the swamp, if you will, anyone who attempts to buck it to kind of go the opposite way or change the system, anyone who tries to do that comes victim, becomes victim to this whole political and legal targeting and prosecution. And so just a couple of examples to put some some meat to the bone here. The first one is Dinesh D'Souza, a conservative filmmaker. Many of you know Dinesh D'Souza. He made a, a film or a couple of films critical of President Obama, former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton. He made these great documentaries about a lot of the corruption in those administrations. And so Dinesh D'Souza years ago, a couple of years ago, he was targeted by President Obama's Department of Justice because of a campaign finance violation. Did he break the law? Yes, Dinesh D'Souza broke the law. But he would argue, Dinesh D'Souza, and I would argue that he was overtly punished beyond, beyond the typical punishment for such a crime because he was critical of President Obama. And so Lady Justice there, she took her blindfold off. Lady Justice said, well, it's Dinesh D'Souza. He's a conservative. I work for the, the, the Obama Department of Justice, so we're going to punish him harder than we would others. But and, and, and then you have the whole IRS, the Internal Revenue Service, targeting conservatives under the Obama administration. So conservatives were being unfairly, unjustly punished simply because they were conservatives. So that's, that's unfair. Lady Justice took the blindfold off. A couple of ways that we've seen this happen is the first, the first, the, the, one of the other ways we've seen this happen is during the Clinton email scandal, Hillary Clinton's email scandal. And just to, to take you back through this, in, on March 2nd of 2015, this is according to a USA Today article. It has, it has four, five, six pages of the whole Clinton email scandal. March 2nd, 2015, the New York Times reports that Hillary Clinton used a private email server while serving as Secretary of State. Wow. Secretary of State uses a private email server? Well, you might say, well, maybe she's using it for private business, for private activities. Maybe she's emailing, you know, her daughter Chelsea about going to yoga class. Or maybe she's using it, you know, to subscribe to, uh, you know, shopping subscriptions. Maybe she's using it just to log into her Gmail account. No, no, no. She was using her private server. Hillary Clinton was using her private server for Department of State business. And fast forward. James Comey later testified... In 2016, James Comey, the former FBI director who investigated Ms. Clinton, he told Congress under oath, quote, 
there was classified material on her email server. Well, what happened to Miss Clinton? What kind of punishment did she face? Nothing. Nothing. So Lady Justice took the blindfold off and said, well, it's Hillary Clinton. She's been in powerful positions. Her and her husband have served our country for years. So she doesn't deserve the same punishment that we might give others. Lady Justice blindfold off treating others unfairly. Another way that Lady Justice took the blindfold off This is a headline out of the National Review. The headline states this. El Chapo's, the drug dealer, the famous drug dealer, drug lord, El Chapo's capture puts Operation Fast and Furious back in the headlines. Well, you might say, what is Operation Fast and Furious? Well, it's when President Obama's ATF... Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives. The ATF was attempting to track down some of these drug cartels under President Obama. And so what they did, and this is a horrible idea if you're not going to execute it correctly. They basically sold guns or gave guns to drug cartels. The Obama, you heard me right, the Obama administration basically sold slash gave guns to drug cartels, undercover, might I add, in hopes that they could track down the movements of these drug cartels. Now, how that works, I have no idea. Maybe they had a tracking device in the guns. I don't know how else you would track the guns unless you have some kind of GPS device in the guns. But nonetheless, the disaster The worst fear happens, and Obama's ATF loses track of the guns. And so they send 35 or or so odd weapons, and these are are heavy-duty automatic, semi-automatic weapons that are in the hands of drug cartels, and Obama's administration loses track of them. And so they have no idea where they went. The whole purpose of the sting operation was undermined. Well, you might add, who went to jail for that? Nobody. Who was fired for that? Nobody that I know of. And so Lady Justice took the blindfold off and said, well, you know, it's, it's President Obama's department and, you know, maybe it was an accident. So, you know, nobody should be punished here. Let's just move on. Not do it again. But can you imagine if President Trump's administration had done that? Can you imagine that? There would be investigation after investigation, people put under oath, asked questions, on and on. And, oh, hey, we might even have a special counsel appointed to investigate it. But nope, not under President Obama. Another scandal where Lady Justice took her blindfold off. This is the Clinton Foundation. Well, you might add, Walker, didn't you just get done talking about the Hillary Clinton scandal? There's many of them. This is the second of many. Clinton, this is a headline out of World Net Daily. Clinton Foundation scandal bigger than Watergate. Bigger than Watergate. I'm going to play a few clips here in a few minutes, and I'm not going to just going to monologue for 28 minutes, but I've got to get through all these scandals. This is the World Net Daily 
back towards the end of the story, here, here's, the, here's the basis of this Clinton Foundation scandal. The Associated Rep- Press reported, this is a couple years ago, the Associated Press reported that, uh, that Hillary Clinton, when she was Secretary of State, met with 85 major donors to the Clinton Foundation. They, in total, they gave, all of the 85 donors gave a total of $156 million to the Clinton Foundation. <laughs> so basically, it was pay to play. It was paid access. You give money to the Clinton Foundation, then you can come and talk to me if I'm Hillary Clinton. $156 million given to the Clinton Foundation and the 85 had first-hand access to Hillary Clinton herself. That's called pay-to-play. The, the, the last part of this article on the Clinton Foundation says this. A 2015 analysis by Vox, which is a left-leaning media outlet, found that at least 181 companies, individuals, and foreign governments that have given to the Clinton Foundation also lobbied the State Department when Hillary Clinton ran the place. The International Business Times reported that Bill Clinton was paid more than $2.5 million by firms that were lobbying Hillary Clinton's State Department. So President, our former President Bill Clinton's getting checks while his wife is Secretary of State and the people that are giving him checks are also lobbying the State Department. You can't tell me there's not conflicts of interest here. Well, who was charged or who was investigated and charged and went to jail for that, for those crimes? Nobody. So, Lady Justice took her blindfold off and said, well, it's the Clintons. They've served our country for a long time. Bill Clinton used to be our president. They are very well connected in Washington, D.C. So maybe we just need to let her go. I mean, maybe it was accidental, coincidental. She couldn't help it. We don't need to punish Hillary Clinton. She just lost the 2016 presidential campaign. Lady Justice took her blindfold off. Last example, then we'll move on. I know you're tired of hearing this. Last example, this has to do with Andrew McCabe. A more recent example. Andrew McCabe, the former deputy FBI director, has been recommended for criminal prosecution in the past few months because he lied under oath he perjured himself he lied to FBI agents the same thing that Michael Cohen and the same thing that Paul Manafort did and they were they are both currently being charged for those crimes and so Andrew McCabe was sent his name was sent to a US attorney for criminal charges because he lied under oath while he worked for the FBI, well, guess what? He hasn't been charged yet. He has yet to be charged. Why? Maybe because Lady Justice took her blindfold off and said, well, it's a former FBI deputy director. You know, he served our country for a long time. He did a lot of good things. So maybe we just need to, you know, take it easy on him. I know him. Take it easy on him. 
That's likely what the attorney said. And so time after time, and the list can go on. I can, I can talk for another two hours on stories like this, but it would bore you. And so Lady Justice has definitely taken her blindfold off. And when I say Lady Justice, I'm talking about the people in charge of our justice system. But moving on here, changing the subject slightly, is this. President Trump has been facing this whole Russia investigation, what I call the fishing expedition, for almost two years now, or for over two years now. And so this past week, President Trump's former attorney turned himself into the FBI, Michael Cohen. Paul Manafort, who headed up the, the Trump campaign for about two months or three months, he uh, was convicted, I think, of eight, eight charges or eight counts of bank fraud and tax evasion, etc. And so for those of you thinking that President Trump, that the, that the, that the rope is tightening and we need to be concerned about President Trump's position and impeachment, I want to talk about that. And the question is, will, will Trump get impeached? Will President Trump get impeached? And someone who's weighed in on this is, is Harvard Law Professor Alan Dershowitz. He was on Fox this past week. This is clip one. Let's listen to what Dershowitz has to say about whether Trump can be impeached. Let's listen. Well, the death knell that they've been sounding on some of the other cable television seems a bit exaggerated. There are many, many steps that have to be taken. First of all, you have to show that it's a crime. Uh, if Mr. Trump, the candidate, contributed several hundred thousand dollars to his own campaign to uh, pay hush money to women who are either truthfully or falsely alleging against him, that's not a crime. A candidate can contribute as much as he wants. If he directed somebody to do it, intending to pay it back, that's probably not a crime. The election laws are a morass of misdemeanors, felonies, crimes, non-crimes, with exceptions. So you have to get over the legal barrier first. Then you have to get over the credibility barrier. The only evidence that the president did anything that might be unlawful, even arguably, comes from a man who's admitted to be a liar, who has a lawyer-client privilege with the president, unless there are exceptions to it. So there are a lot of barriers between what Cohen said yesterday in court. And remember, there's been no indictment, grand jury. There's only been a statement, an allocution, by a man who's admitted to criminal conduct. So we're far away from impeachable offense or criminal offense on the part of the president. Well, there you have it. That's Alan Dershowitz. And to sum up his minute and 15 seconds there that I just played, basically, nothing criminal has been found, which means, therefore, no grounds for impeachment. There are no grounds for impeachment. According to the Constitution, and I know many in our country don't care about the Constitution, but according... The president cannot be subpoenaed. He cannot be charged unless impeachment occurs first. Unless impeachment occurs first. And our founding fathers did this on purpose. I mean, can you imagine? Can you imagine if presidents could be civilly, could be sued from a civil standpoint or a criminal standpoint either? in court while they're president. What you would have there is you would have hundreds of thousands of lawsuits 
and it would clog up our justice system. The president couldn't get anything done because he's constantly having to defend himself, himself even against frivolous lawsuits, and it would totally break down our system of government. And so, so that's why our founding fathers basically gave immunity to the president of the United States while he's serving in the Oval Office. That's why President Obama could not be sued. Now, you can sue the administration for actions they've taken, but you cannot sue the person that is president. And so, um, President Trump cannot be charged, he cannot be requested to testify or be interviewed by anyone until he's been impeached. Until he's been impeached. And I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think the Democrats or the Republicans are going to impeach President Trump. Because I don't think there's grounds to. I don't think there's grounds to. But uh, nonetheless, moving on a little bit here. Um, <clears throat> clip two here. This is Sean Hannity on Fox News. And he's, he's talking about what we can take from these charges to Michael Cohen. What we can take from these charges. And let's listen to clip two. This is Sean Hannity. Without a doubt, let's be straightforward here. It is wrong. There are lessons to learn from today. Don't ever knowingly lie to the FBI. Do not lie on a bank loan application ever or commit bank fraud. Pay your taxes. But did we need Robert Mueller for all of this? Think about this. How do you go from an investigation into Russia collusion in the 2016 election? And this is what we have. Taxes from years and years ago, bank fraud, medallions, lying to the FBI. Where's the Russia stuff? Would any of these people that we're talking about tonight have been investigated or charged if not for their connection to Donald Trump? Is it also a, le is it also a lesson? OK, don't lie to the FBI. Pay your taxes. Don't lie in a bank application. Don't be friends with Donald Trump. Is this not now? The witch hunt the president has been saying, an attempt to turn the screws, as Judge Ellis says about Manafort, to would-be witnesses to find dirt on one man. In other words, so that they'll sing or compose to either prosecute or impeach the president of the United States. And if so, how is that not political selective persecution and not prosecution? Now, I don't care if you're liberal or conservative. We better take a very close look at where this country is today. Well, there you have it. That's Sean Hannity on Fox News, and he's right. Sean Hannity's exactly right, like he is most of the time, in the fact that, yes, there are lessons to be learned here. As he said, don't lie on applications, on financial applications. Don't lie on any applications, for that matter. Don't lie on your taxes. Pay all your taxes. You know, follow the laws. Follow the laws. But this is not about that. That is a sideshow. The fact that, that Paul Manafort broke the law when it comes to taxes and bank fraud and all that, that's a sideshow. The fact here is that we've had an investigation into alleged collusion, which is in air quotes there, between President Trump's campaign in 2016 and Vladimir Putin. That's what the investigation is apparently supposed to be about. And to date, 
all over two years later, we have not found one ounce of evidence of any of that. But you have people's lives ruined. Paul Manafort's going to spend decades in jail. Michael Cohen's probably going to spend years in jail. Not related to the original onset of the investigation. And so if, if, if Robert Mueller and the, and the Department of Justice under Jeff Sessions, might I add, if they go three, four, five, six years and don't find one iota of evidence that Vladimir Putin and Donald Trump met in a back room in Moscow and colluded to hack the voting machines in Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Florida, if you can't find that, then the whole investigation is a sham, and the people who started it should at a minimum be fired. Because imagine this. Imagine this. Imagine if the Department of Justice can simply create these phony investigations out of thin air and get away with it. Because if that's the case, they can just launch investigations to anybody and everyone that they disagree with. And that's what this is about. The last thing I want to play here, and this is this shows how how laughable this Robert Mueller team is, a team of 17 Democrats. This is clip three. This is a juror who served on the Paul Manafort trial. Let's listen. First of all, the Mueller team, what did you make of the prosecutors? Well, at times I thought the prosecution was a little bored. I mean, I I saw them napping during the trial. Napping during the trial. Andres and Van Grack especially. Um, yeah. So it, it kind of sent a message of, we're bored with this. And I'm thinking, well, if you're bored, then why are we here? Mm -hmm. But ultimately, they did a good enough job to convince you on several of these. Um, the paper. The paper trail. Yes. Well, there you have it. That's a juror who served on the Paul Manafort trial this past week. Did you get what she said there? She said one of the sleeping during the trial. Are you kidding me? One of the taxpayer-funded attorneys, Democrat attorneys, paid for by mine and your tax dollars? He was sleeping on the job. Imagine that. But guess what's going to happen to him? Nothing. Because you can do what you want in our government and not get fired. President Trump put out a, a tweet just this past week. And he's talking about the Department of Justice. And here's what he said. The Department of Justice will not be, this is what Jeff Sessions said, the Department of Justice will not be improperly influenced by political considerations, end quote. President Trump said, Jeff Sessions, this is great, what everyone wants. So look into all of the corruption on the other side, including the, the deleted emails, James Comey's lies, the leaks, Mueller's conflicts. Jeff Sessions, if your Department of Justice is unbiased, then let's look into all the crimes committed by the Democrats and lefties. Let's do it, Jeff Sessions. Thanks for tuning in to Exposing Washington here on the American Family Radio Network. Glad to be with you this Saturday afternoon. Stay tuned to American Family Radio, and we'll be exposing more of what's going on in Washington next weekend.
The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.